0: This is Rachel McElroy.
1: Hello, this is Griffin McElroy.
0: And this is wonderful.
1: You are listening to uh, us from the past. This episode is a time capsule, a Mm. wish, a wish for a better future. (laughs) Huh? Huh? What did, what I don't even it's uh it's March it's the Ides of March isn't it Ooh
0: yeah I guess so
1: careful about uh being stabbed by a friend today. <laughs> that's what that that's what happens on the Ides of March.
0: Normally, I would suggest that we start over, but I feel like that's that's good. That's good stuff. Let's stick actually. with that.
1: Uh, we are recording some episodes in advance uh, because of the baby that's going to come out soon. What? And we're still, and I, I'll be honest, I still don't understand how all that stuff works. But <laughs> the I know the baby's in you. In your belly, right? Not your stomach. I've been, I got that mm-hmm. wrong once. <laughs> I and know. that was embarrassing. I know. So that's going to come out and-
0: Because of the pandemic, Griffin hasn't been able to come to uh, 99% of my doctor's appointments. Right. so he hasn't been able to ask the questions, you know, that yeah. would get him the answers. Right,
1: exactly. And you may be wondering, didn't you do this once before? I was not very involved yeah, at first Yeah. <laughs> <I'm- laughs>
0: I'm not allowed to talk about it because ladies don't talk about such things.
1: Right. My body is a
0: mystery.
1: Right. And I like that. <laughs> it's like a puzzle box that I... Um, anyway, we are recording some episodes in advance so that we can not record episodes once the baby is here. Because having a baby, as we've learned back in late 2016, early 2017, is not conducive to a good audio recording environment
0: <laughs> yeah the constant threat of a child uh waking up makes it difficult to really be in the moment correct i will say i i have heard and i know that this is a tradition that you bring your baby on set with you you no. know that you have him in the arms no um i
1: wouldn't expose our <laughs> new son to the challenging ideas that this show <laughs> brings to the table you know, um. So we are are putting out a couple episodes here that are going to be different because uh, we don't have time to prepare like four episodes in a row. And uh, in sort of talking about what has been successful in the past, uh, we have decided to explore to paint a portrait of a young artist, uh, <laughs> a
0: young griffin artist, a young
1: griffin artist. If if I'm getting the sort of release timing of this episode right. Uh, I believe last week we put up our live show that we did uh, for uh, to, to benefit Austin Batcave in which I read from my elementary school uh, language arts program journals.
0: Yeah, and what, you know, so Griffin and I, some of you may know um, that Griffin and I really got to know each other through correspondence. Correct. So I, I had known of Griffin writing prowess
1: my works
0: um but i didn't realize how recent that ability came to him because oh interesting (laughs) the early work suggests a a child very uninterested in writing
1: uninterested in (laughs) writing in (laughs) school in things that aren't japanese role-playing games on the super (laughs) nintendo entertainment system was basically all of looking through these journals this morning I did I flagged some entries that you who went to school for words <laughs> I thought could give a sort of deeper literary analysis to help our our listeners understand um,
0: I am very excited to break into this
1: good yeah I um, will
0: say that I have not seen this in person so I'm not aware of you know, the line breaks. Sure. I mean, if you uh, want so- to if
1: you go into one of the later books, there's a lot of um sort of Well, plagiarism of Mr. Jack Handy and his deep <laughs> thoughts. There's one where we had to do home journals or HJs, as we called them, <laughs> which is fucking great. <laughs> and literally oh. every entry is is a like the for every home journal entry was just like I picked up the deep thoughts book that was sitting like next to our turlet.
0: So when you when you were an adolescent boy and people were like, "Hey man, when when was your first HJ?" You were like, "Oh, home journal."
1: Oh, <laughs> I'll tell you my first home journal. Yeah, so this would have been. I believe this is a fifth grade journal. So by this time, um, you should have been angsty. I like should if have you been you pretty were... angsty.
0: If you were, like, 10, 11 years old, you're, like, just starting to get angsty. Like, this should be some really emotional, powerful stuff, like a window into Griffin today.
1: Yeah. um, I did, in in my fifth grade journal, which is the one I really just kind of shit out, uh, the (laughs) one that is mostly deep thoughts by Jack Handy that I plagiarized and did not attribute, I did at least include tables of contents for each six weeks period. Which is some next level shit. And I did get a note like, hey, no one's ever done this before. Oh. All the thoughts are stolen and lazy. And there's a lot of E.E. E. Cummings inspired sort of form. So oh, I so could, you
0: were reading E.E. E. Cummings.
1: I think I read E.E. Cummings <laughs> once and I was like, so this dude is able to fill out an entire H.J. with like 15 <laughs> words. Hello, E.E. E. Mm, that's good stuff. So we'll start with our uh, first grade. This is just a straight down the middle. What do you call this? The black and white composition notebook. Yeah, the
0: composition book. Um, just just to give everybody kind of a heads up on the format. The the plan that we have discussed is that Griffin will share some of his poems. And then I will kind of g- share my reactions, you know. Maybe highlight some superior moments in the work. Yeah, uh, use my my poetry knowledge uh, to kind of interpret uh, the artist.
1: Yeah, so um, I mean, let's start. Okay, this is this is uh, first this is first grade, first grade. Mrs. Wow, Mrs. Hensley's class. Okay, and uh, this one's from September twenty seventh, nineteen ninety three. So I would have been six, six years old. Um, friend is the title of this entry, and I did spell it right. Got the i my e like in exactly nice, the right nice, place. Nice. My friend is Chris. So that's the first entry there.
0: Okay, a nice little picture. See, this is more uh, this is more artistry of the
1: visual. Yeah, we live in very narrow, extremely (laughs) tall houses. Uh My friend is Chris. You you start out with some very like uh, front of the brain, just like uh, in primal instincts in these early. Do you remember
0: the Chris that you're discussing?
1: That would be Chris Milam. Uh, okay. we were, we were road dogs back in elementary school. I think he moved away in middle school. It was not, like, most of my elementary school friendships, <laughs> and I would argue most folks's elementary school friendships, by middle school, they yeah, had they burned go? away, like, so much chaff. <laughs> uh, I mean, you get, like, uh, candy makes me very happy. So, like, we're not really getting... Especially deep yet.
0: Just a just a young man a little a little afraid to be vulnerable is what I'm getting from this.
1: I like to go on wirely spiny rides. So I think we're talking about maybe at a carnival, a whirly spinny ride, perhaps. Oh, okay, okay. But that's kind of fun. You know, we're using we're discovering adjectives. (laughs) We're like, do you know like we're seeing these things develop uh, all in real time. My brother walks home with me. I like it. That's a good one.
0: Is that tra- That must be Trav, right?
1: Weirdly, I write a lot about Travis and not a lot about Justin.
0: Well, Justin's six years ahead of you. Like, yeah, that's a I guess lifetime. So,
1: yeah, I was uh, sick. Yeah, I write a lot. I went to the fire patrol parade and my brother was in it. So, that was also Travis. Uh, okay, so here's the first one that I've sort of flagged. And the name of this entry from October 21st, 1993 was, I feel scared when my mom hangs clothes on the door knob. <laughs> when my mom hangs clothes on the doorknob, I think it's Medusa or somebody scary. So I was afraid of Medusas back then. Wow. six years! What six years old is like, I'm afraid of the, what is that, <laughs> a Greek uh, uh, sort of mythological figure Medusa.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. I wonder how that came about.
1: That's, some. I mean, probably from Castlevania or, like, something mm. like that. But what do you make of that?
0: Well, I mean, this is our first real example of you kind of putting your fear first, you know, and kind right. of inviting the reader into, like, you know, your, your deepest, you know, darkest kind of nightmares. And, and I feel like that, that's exciting. It's very Edgar Allan Poe yeah you know? yeah uh, and i appreciate that about you at a young age you know
1: i appreciate that i was thinking outside of the fear box a lot of people take skeletons a lot of people say mm-hmm. zombies but here i was tender age of six saying i'm afraid of a woman with snakes for hair that's going to turn me into a big rock um here's a great one this one's called and this is a sequel to friend this one's <laughs> called friends
0: Ooh, rising up.
1: This is December 10th, 1993. I can already tell you I was stoked for Christmas. I was like pumped out of my, like, yeah. I could not pay attention in school. And basically the whole, if it's on the advent calendar, fucking forget about learning. Cause I'm just thinking about what's going to be under that tree.
0: Yeah. Which is still the way you are today.
1: Which is still the way I am today. Friends. I have more than one friend. Almost a <laughs> rebuttal. Almost a rebuttal of my friend is Chris.
0: (laughs) It's like you open the book and you were like, I really need to update my teacher because I I am
1: moving up the social ladder. Griffin in 2021 appreciates this update because I read this and I was like, I mean, Chris, Chris Milam was my road dog and I'm not going to like deny that. Yeah. But I had to have more friends in that. Right.
0: Well, in that age, too. I mean, I don't know if you remember, but for me, like when you're a kid, you're like. You're very territorial, and Mm -hmm. having a best friend is very important, and the idea of having multiple friends is kind of like a complex thing to take on when you're a kid.
1: Don't worry. We circle back to that idea later on (laughs) in friends. So, I have more than one friend. I have three friends, Taylor, Chris, and Stetson. What we all have in common is we all like Power Rangers, But my best
0: friend is Chris. (laughs) Good. Good. I like that you're loyal. I'm really intrigued by this Stetson character.
1: Stetson, yeah. Uh, like
0: I'm picturing like a little a little Marlboro man. He was a little
1: Marlboro, no, he, uh, that's a, why is that word? Marlboro. I know, it's Mar- hard. Marl-, Marl Marlboro. I just raced through it because I, I didn't yeah. trust myself. This is why I'm a camel man. <laughs> Easy to say. Uh, yeah, Stetson, uh, we had the same like, uh, we had the same like nanny for a little bit. Like I would go to his house oh. to be like, to to like kick it for a while Stetson. after school. Um, yeah, because he lived across the street from the elementary school, so I'd just walk after there after elementary school and kick it there for a couple hours until my my folks came and got me. Oh man, it was a nice setup. It was a cool. It was cool. But he, then you know what happened? He got good at basketball. And that was the end of our friendship. <laughs> like, so many of my friendships, it went, oh, yeah, me and uh, me and uh, uh, Martin were, like, best pals. Yeah, and I don't then know he did I, get good at basketball. If our
0: listeners really understand, like, how big a role basketball has played in your life.
1: Yeah, it's taken everything from me. <laughs> Um, so then, I mean, there's a lot of entries just about this Christmas. It was a dope Christmas. My favorite gift was Mega Man, Dr. Wily's Revenge, which was a Game Boy game. Now, Uh, I'm going
0: to argue that these are not poems.
1: Oh, I didn't. I never intended you to think that these are poems. Okay,
0: okay. I I thought I was bringing my my knowledge as a poetry scholar.
1: Well, I mean, you're all you're you know things about the written word. That's true. That's what I'm. Okay. That's what I'm hoping to okay. tap into here. Okay, you could interpret this as a poem from uh, January tenth, nineteen ninety four, titled "Fun." Yesterday, I went to go see two movies: Iron Will and Sister Act Two. <laughs> <laughs> I went to go see two, in the theaters, I went to two, ba- I went to a double header in theaters to see Iron, Iron Will. Was that the dog sledding movie? Uh, yeah,
0: maybe. Yeah, that seems right. The I say
1: that because there's a picture of what I believe is an, I, I, a sort of dog sled situation.
0: Yeah. that or sister-, sister
1: Act 2 has a scene where a bunch of dogs <laughs> jump in and attack Ruby Goldberg. A bunch of
0: nuns. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised. A Sister Act 2, I don't... I don't think was a particularly uh, popular movie among children, but...
1: Well, I was the youngest in a a family of older... That's fair. Listen, by the time I... I I was the youngest of three. By the time I came around, everybody was old. Yeah. I came came into an old-ass family where everybody just wanted to watch Sister Act. Uh, Okay, here's another one I have flagged. And this is great. Something I dislike. I do not like... Lima beans! And I wrote that as big as wow. I, I could possibly do it. And guess what? That's still true today.
0: I don't know. And this is embarrassing to admit. I don't know that I've ever had a lima bean.
1: How? How is that How is that true?
0: Uh, well, I mean, I was a very picky eater. I was an only child. And there was a certain I mean, I was a point, picky eater
1: too, clearly. I don't like lima beans, but I still had to eat them.
0: There is a certain point, I think, where my parents just kind of gave up on introducing challenging wow. vegetables. <laughs>
1: Wow. Okay. Well, um, I guess they weren't running a very tight ship. I don't want to tell, I don't (laughs) want to criticize your parents and parents because I know they listen to the show, but wow. (laughs) I had a few disgusting lima beans put in my mouth uh, and it never, it never took. I remember my mom would start putting an unconscionable amount of butter on the lima beans because that's like the hack <laughs> yeah to like make them palatable. And I feel like it was just wasted butter because yeah. it was it was just not happening. Um, anything else from this first grade? I mean, it's a lot of sort of. Um, <laughs> a lot of illustration. I'm a saying. lot of illustration. But again, that's just to fill up the page. <laughs> it says test. My aunt moved. That's. All oh, that this entry says, and that I guess count Ooh, Here's a phone number. <laughs> it's five two five. So, like, that's I think that's the it's a West Virginia area number, area code number. Okay. Should we should
0: we call it right now? Yeah, or? let me just dial
1: it up. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, just to just to close things out, this is uh, one of the last entries here. Um, proud, I was proud when I won second place in the lip sync contest.
0: That's oh great. my gosh, that's incredible. That's
1: first grade, okay? And that was, I think what we're going to appreciate about first grade as we move on is that there's very little lying that happens in it. <laughs> there's very little lying. And I feel like the short entries are short because I was six yeah. and not smart. And Well, just, and this
0: is still a Griffin that wants to please. Right. You know, that wants to, to do what he's asked to do
1: seventh grade or second grade that's all gone that's all gone completely out the window let's talk about let's start out second grade strong August 29th 1994 look at this drawing are you kidding me this is a big beautiful rainbow I mean well what it is is there's the grass and the sky and then the rainbow is just kind of hovering in the sky and it's Uh quite small it's not touching the ground as rainbows are want to do (laughs) don't laugh at me (laughs) on summer vacation I saw eight rainbows this is not this is not this is impossible
0: summer of can you place that in second grade where you
1: whoa, oh i place it sure here i go i saw and i've scratched out the number at tim's house who's tim <laughs> i don't know your
0: uncle right
1: Maybe at my Uncle Tim's house, possibly. I saw four at Tom's. Yes, because I have twin uncles, Tim Uh and Tom. Okay. I saw two at SeaWorld. I saw one at Cedar Point and one at Kings Island. Why is it that everywhere I was going this summer, there was rainbows? Now we got some... Now I can see the wheels spinning (laughs) now because now you're like trying to crack this.
0: I've created two scenarios. Um, One scenario is that... Was this at this point, did you have family in Florida? Yeah. Okay. Florida gets a lot of rainbows because it rains That's true. a little bit. That's true. The other scenario I've concocted is that you were sitting next to somebody talking about rainbows and you were like, yeah, I don't know, I saw like three rainbows and they were like, oh, three? Yeah. Okay, well, I saw five. I saw
1: fucking eight <laughs> rainbows. And then you
0: were like, all right, I'm going to bring it to this journal then. Clearly three is nothing.
1: Any given year... How many rainbows do you think you see a year? I would say maybe two or three. Um, so much. I, it's it's, at, it's still at the point when I see a rainbow anywhere, it's an occasion. Like, you, it's you like, think
0: there's less rainbows now than there used to wow, be? Wow,
1: <laughs> interesting. Gonna
0: write a Joni Mitchell song. I'll be right back. Yeah. I also would argue that when you're a kid, you're just outside more. Generally, yeah. you're just kind of always outside, and as an adult, you you really aren't in the world enough to see more rainbows.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure we did my whole sort of sports series uh, during the live show episode where I ranked my favorite sports, which I think I know because I just found the page that I left open for Austin St. John the Red Ranger to sign. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Okay. Um, I got grounded yesterday, October 5th, 1994. Yeah, I know. I got grounded yesterday. My brother Justin babysitted. He was very very mean. Do you think he grounded you? I don't know that he had the authority. I mean, I
0: wouldn't think so either, but that journal entry suggests.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I was going through a rough time, right? Because the one before this, September 28th, 1994, is titled, Lunch! With exclamation point. (laughs) Today was a horrible day. I forgot my lunch. And my mom had to bring it to me. Sounds more like it was a horrible day for my mom.
0: Yeah, but you know that feeling, right? When you like when you have to make a parent like step out of their, their daily life and, yeah. and recover something you forgot.
1: A lot of food stuff. October seventh, sometime. Oh, after school snack is the name of this one. Sometimes two cookies. Sometimes three vin- Vienna Vienna waters, vanilla wafers. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes three vanilla wafers and a banana. Some days nothing.
0: We were just talking about vanilla wafers. I'm
1: telling. This is what I'm saying. Cradle to the grave. (laughs) Vanilla wafers are my shit, and this is where my my disdain with school starts in earnest. And I think you can tell that from all the line. Do you
0: Do you remember this teacher?
1: Mrs. Hensley? She's incredible. Second grade? Yeah, I mean, she was the talented talented was... and gifted class. I, these oh. were, yes, in tag classes when oh. these journals were kept. I don't mean to. <laughs> uh, it's
0: also where you learn to smoke a pipe.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, October 10th, 1994, favorite time of day. My favy wrote, time of day would have to be, mm, let me think. There's like 50 M's. <laughs> and then there's uh, like six ellipses in a row. Three o'clock. Because I get out of school and I get to play Super
0: Nintendo. Oh, my gosh. So I am I am thinking about these journal entries. Yeah. And I'm thinking about the fact that your school was like, we got to get this kid in a gifted program. Right. Because... His enthusiasm. We have something to nurture
1: here for the
0: written word. Yeah, I mean, I will. I will say your first grade like l- language use is is pretty advanced. Um, but I am. I'm a little. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm just curious about second grade because it seems like y- you took a turn on school
1: for sure, for sure, and on telling the truth. Here's I'm, we're going to take a break here. But before we do, let's wrap. Let's wrap up this segment.
0: Yeah, that's a lot of words with on that page. a big,
1: long page. This is October 21st, 1994. This is probably the longest journal entry. And it's uh, a nice little time capsule because some of it I read this and I go, oh, I remember that. And some of it I read it saying that's a complete fabrication. And I think it'll be pretty easy to tell which parts are which. October 21st, 1994 skating party. Yesterday, I went to the skating party. It was very fun. I skated and played Aliens. I won four corners. It was hard, but fun. Me and my friend played and had a competition. We saw who could stay in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That was the arcade game. It was a dope-ass arcade game. Uh, I won because I entered in another quarter. It's cheating. <laughs> I skated very fast. We also did a lip sync. No, they don't do that at the roller skating rink. We lip synced to Bad Boys, Criss Cross, and Summertime Blues. We also played Limbo. I got out, but it was my sixth time around. I was going to sneak in again. But instead, Stetson, Chris, and I played and put on a show. <laughs> we were doing cartwheels and we were, <laughs> we were skating on the rails. We had a race. I lost by an inch. Chris won. Chris was first. I was second. Stetson was third. And I made three friends, one teacher, one girl, and a boy. The skates gave me a big cut in the foot. It was hurting and bleeding. I got a pink slip for winning four corners. I think it was for a free birthday. I really liked it. (laughs) Last time I hit my nose on the limbo bar and it was bleeding very bad. I had to call my mom and dad. I had to wash my nose off in the water fountain. That's all, folks. (laughs) There's so much to unpack there. Like, So uh,
0: do you, like, is skating party, is this like a thing? Thing that your school would do
1: yes and basically every six weeks period we would have a party at rollerama
0: and this was like bringing everybody together so not necessarily the kids just in your class but like
1: um i think it was uh there were two classes of each grade at my school so there were two first grade classes two second. so i think this would, would oh, have been okay. both second grade classes mrs, mrs. franklin who was my teacher and I don't remember the other why would I remember the other second grade teacher, you know? But I'm I i do not doubt that I, I may have I may have by a fluke won four corners once.
0: I don't know what that means when you say that it's
1: the four corners of the rink and like one will be like home safe and then there's like sharks in the middle and you have to like oh, f- skate to the other. Yeah, I know. This is
0: not anything I know about.
1: Nor would you assume it's something that I'd be good at. But I Me and my friends didn't, quote, put on a show, (laughs) and we certainly didn't do cartwheels in roller skates and then skate on the rails like Tony Hawk. (laughs) Who was I trying to impress with this? This was for me and Mrs. Hensley only. Was I trying to I made three friends today, a boy, a girl, and a teacher <laughs> well
0: here's here's the reason I asked about whether or not this was an all school adventure because I remember those moments in school where you would be exposed to this whole group of kids and teachers that you did not see on a no. daily basis, and the like the rush of that of just like this is the whole school. there are all these people like suddenly that I am meeting for the first time it's very exciting. it
1: is, but that's not it. That's not how it works. It's not. And it creates, it begins a pattern of falsehoods that will carry us through the remainder of my education. I will
0: also, I will argue that the concept of putting on a show is something that you had probably heard at home several times and thought,
1: I mean, I was doing plays at this point. Yeah, but nobody goes to the roller skating rink and puts on their skates and is like, "I'm going to put on a show." Unless they're Christy fucking Yamaguchi, like, do you know what? A, a layman is not going to quote put on a show at the roller skating rink. Why was I such a big liar? Let's reflect on that while I steal you away. <laughs> uh.
0: to get 50% off.
1: Hey, you got a couple Timbo slams here. This first one is for Daniel. It's from Michaela who says, Hey, my cuddly red panda. It's been a rough 2020 not being able to travel to see each other. If there was a highway from the US to Australia, you bet your cute booty, I would drive it just to see you. I can't wait to move there when travel opens to start our life together and we can finally get all the puppers you want. Love your adorable Michaela. If there was a highway between the U.S. and Australia, I feel like it would cut off a lot of oceanic shipping routes. (laughs) And it's like you didn't even think about that. And it's like you don't even think about – a lot of people, when they think about what they want, they don't even think about what the oceanic shipping industry needs. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So let's all just take a minute and take a deep breath before we start Mm -hmm. suggesting things that could so thoroughly devastate the oceanic shipping (laughs) industry. That's all I'm saying. It's a great message, sweet message. I love it. But just think about these things.
0: I really thought you were going to focus on the cuddly red panda. No. I didn't know you were gonna no,
1: you know, I mean you know read Michaela it. for the highway suggestion. You know I love that. You know that's good stuff for me. But it's just, you know, you gotta you gotta watch you gotta watch out on these things.
0: <laughs> Can I read the next message? Yes. It is for Jess. It is from Toby to my wonderful Jess. I love you more than anything in the whole world, and I'm so impressed with the things you accomplished in 2020. Thank you for a loving seven years. Much love, your Tobe.
1: I heard about some of the stuff Jess got done in 2020. You hear about this? Uh, Jess did a... um, That real big robot. Built a big robot, yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: That can like lift up... um, Lift
1: up uh, the whole... uh, Bridges. bridges. Lift up Jeff Bridges. (laughs) Jess built a robot to lift and carry around Jeff Bridges. So that Jeff Bridges doesn't... (laughs) You know, have to, you know, bother with it. And which is a pretty cool, good earned it. He's earned it, sure. So is Jess.
0: Are you riddled with guilt over your TBR pile? Are you filled with shame about a book that you just can't seem to finish? Are you having regrets because grad school killed your love of
1: reading? We're reading glasses and
0: we're here to help. I'm Mallory. And I'm Bria. Let us absolve you of all your reading guilt. Stuck on a book you don't like? We'll help you dump it. Can't figure out what to read next? We'll recommend something in your wheelhouse. Can't decide where to buy your books from? We'll point you in the right direction. No matter what you read or
1: how you read it, we'll help you do it better. Reading Glasses, every Thursday on Maximum Fun. Hey, do you want to know how I spend my money on November 30th, 1994? Yes. I sometimes spend it on video games or Mighty Maxes. And I've provided an explanation for Mighty Max. It's a monster face that transforms into horrifying places. This was, to be particularly crass about it, do you know Polly Pocket? Yeah. This was boy Polly Pocket.
0: Yeah, I remember now. Okay.
1: Once uh, I had $41, and I just had to buy Super Nintendo games, so I bought two games. So... I just watch out for cool toys at the toy store. Skull Dungeon, a Mighty Max, my two games that I've drawn them. I actually remember the Skull Dungeon. It was pretty cool. I do not know what two Super Nintendo games I could buy with $41 and still have enough left over for Mighty Max. That's suspect to me. Video well, games used to be like $70.
0: I know, but you could get like a used one, right?
1: Maybe. I was hitting up Babbage's, you think? <laughs> These would not have been good games <laughs> at all. Uh, $41, though. That's a pretty large That's sum. the other question is where the fuck did I get $41 End of for? November,
0: too. It's End not of November, right. Did no... I get
1: Thanksgiving 20s? I don't did you have th-
0: allowance as a kid?
1: Uh, there is an entry that I do about allowance where Justin and Travis got $15 for allowance and I got 5 uh, and I'm pretty sure this was a monthly stipend, not a mm-hmm. weekly one, mm-hmm. um, because the idea of my brothers making $60 a month is <laughs> not anything <laughs> yeah. that happened at our household. Yeah. Big news. No date on this one, probably mid December. Biggest letters. Blockbuster is in town. Blockbuster is now in Huntington. Blockbuster. And then in parentheses, I've written BB is a neat video store. BB has cool video games, videos, duh, and samples of video games. The Kids Center is not for kids, it's for babies. Me and my brothers now have a new membership card and we checked out three things. My Side of the Mountain, Zardion, and Make My Video. My Side of the Mountain sounds familiar.
0: It does sound familiar.
1: My Side of the Mountain. Hmm, it was, uh, I want to say Christina Ricci. Oh, I And don't it's like, and maybe it's like a... I think it's based on a book. It may be based on a book. I may be thinking of Return to Witch Mountain, which... Anyway, Zardion. No idea. It has to be a video game yeah. of some sort. Yeah, yeah. Make My Video. Have I talked to you about Make My Video before? Maybe. Justin, if you've heard it from somebody, it's probably Justin, because it is an FMV game. And I believe they made two. One of which was Cross, make my video.
0: Oh, and yeah, it would you just play the same
1: this. song, and you would sort of select three video tracks that you yeah. would splice together, essentially on the fly. And then at the end, Crisscross would come out and be like, "Great video, dude! <laughs> you did an amazing job."
0: I I am so charmed by the fact that Blockbuster came to Huntington, and it was.
1: Big news. It
0: sounds like the circus came to town. Like,
1: y'all were pumped. It was a big development for me. Mm. I um, mean, I
0: remember Blockbuster was, like, one of my favorite places to go as a kid.
1: Yeah, I mean, my brother worked there for a while, but also it was, like, two blocks from my house. So it was a bit of a trek, but I could walk to Blockbuster Video. Um, all right, so we're going to move on now. 1995, third grade.
0: Third grade, okay. Do you, do you remember this teacher's name?
1: Mrs. Hensley. It was Mrs. Hensley the whole time.
0: She Oh, she taught Talented and Gifted all the way through? So we
1: had two teachers for Talented and Gifted class, and there would be language arts, which was half of it, and then the other half was like other things, like smart little shits should know. (laughs) So like half of it was Mrs. Hensley, and the other half was like uh, science or computers or math or... Build a bridge out of toothpicks, or oh my
0: gosh, I wish we could get her on the phone, Mrs. Hensley. Yeah, yeah, me too. She spent a lot of time
1: with you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but I'm afraid, like some of this shit is humiliating. Like the <laughs> mostly the plagiarism is humiliating because I, I, if she didn't know.
0: What if we called her and she was like, "Oh, Griffin, yeah, I remember you used a lot
1: of jack handy." Yeah. Used as <laughs> a fun way of saying it. Did we talk about my band um when we did the Not the live that I show? Recall. Well, this is September 28th, 1995. Song Favorite song: "Living a Life I Don't Want to Live." Subject: Pop Rock. Author: DDG. One: I like this song because the music and the words make sense. Two: The electric piano that is in it is my favorite in- instrument. Three: okay. me and my friends made it. This
0: does sound familiar. This does sound
1: familiar. Okay.
0: Well. Yeah, I just, I guess, I wanted more details on the band. Really.
1: Yeah. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you there. Um, okay, let's talk about the most exciting part of my vacation, and here I feel like I really start to settle into a form. Of just coming at you with something straight over the plate to get to sort of like loosen you up, to sort of lower your defenses a bit. And then I come at you with this tactical strike at the end. I mean, that's how you
0: got me as a girlfriend. So it sounds like right on.
1: The most exciting part of my vacation, this was January 2nd. So right after the holidays, not as much fanfare about Christmas in this one. There's another one about, holy shit, actually, jump back, November 14th. This weekend, I saw and did a lot of stuff. First, I went to a skating party. I almost won four corners. So <laughs> the skills are slipping up a bit. I did get to see Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, When Nature Calls. Oh, and uh no. Just a quote, it was great. Oh, no. And then I got to be the lead character on a puppet play that we did at church on Sunday. Monday, it was Lego Day. The whole family were playing. I made a rocket ship and a submarine. Travis made a drawbridge castle. Justin made a jewelry box for mom. Mom and dad didn't play, but they watched us. That's a good ass weekend. Are you fucking kidding me?
0: Taking your child to see Ace Ventura. Yeah. And sitting there thinking, like, this is this is the rest of my year. Yeah. Like, what is happening and the lines that are being said in this movie. The terrible
1: things.
0: (laughs) We're going to have to talk about this and I'm going to have to hear quotes from this.
1: Forever. Forever. But this was November 14th, 1995. Justin was 15 years old. He needed to see Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. (laughs) You talk about it like it's like Back to the Future. He needed (laughs) it. Like, if he hadn't seen it, maybe he would not be who he is today. Okay, so. Now, We lose a lot of work here because this is when I started writing in cursive and it's literally like complete, it's just incomprehensible at this point. Um, I think we have explored actually a majority of this journal. uh, I wonder if kids still
0: learn cursive.
1: God, I hope not. I
0: remember like understanding it as a thing that you had to know if you were ever going to write a check. Yeah. And then realizing like in college, like, oh, I don't have to use cursor. Right. They will still take my money.
1: Um, so we did explore most of this journal during the live show episode. So I'm going to move on from it. Except for this entry that I did draw the worst quilt. Usually quilts oh. are a little bit more rant, but the story says the quilt. This quilt has been in the Smithsonian for 125 years. It was loomed by Abraham Lincoln. It costs (laughs) $50,000. The idea that you can roll up to the Smithsonian and be like, let me get that. How long has that quilt been here? (laughs) Uh, sir, that quilt has been here for 125 years. Wow. Yeah, it was loomed by Abraham Lincoln. (laughs) Cool. How much is it? $50,000. I'll
0: take it. Also, like a uh, little known fact about Abraham Lincoln
1: that he loomed, yeah, that he loomed it, all um, right, so tell
0: me where we are now
1: uh, what grade, what year so I believe this was I believe this was fifth grade i 'm looking for a year on here, but this is way back in it. Oh, this is a good one, October twentieth, I think it's fifth grade, so this would have been. Uh, ninety six, ninety seven. This is when you started smoking
0: cigarettes. This is
1: when my cigarettes. Period. Stealing began. cars. Right. Yeah. So these are a pair of entries, and the first is a printout that I've glued in here, uh, and it's just a questionnaire. And you know me pretty well by now, so maybe you can sort of give me some feedback on on the on the brief. Okay. Okay. One. What kind of animal are you like? One, answer. Lion. Why? Because <laughs> I am courageous and will try anything once. Oh what do you think about that
0: try anything once uh-huh. What's
1: up? <laughs> what kind of bird are you like an eagle why because i am cunning like an eagle okay what kind of fish are you like dolphin why okay. because i am intelligent
0: i am seeing a griffin with a lot of confidence
1: what kind of weather are you like thunderstorm why because i am loud well, that's true. What kind of fruit or vegetable are you like? A strawberry. Why? Because I am sweet.
0: <laughs> I feel like I am reading maybe your match dot com profile right now.
1: <laughs> what kind of plant or tree are you like? Sequoia tree. <laughs> Why? Because I have much endurance.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this definitely sounds like a, I'm a sweet profile.
1: strawberry, like a sequoia tree with lots of endurance. I would
0: argue that there is. It's possible to find this exact person on Match.com right now.
1: What kind of flower are you like? Venus flytrap. Why? I look harmful, but I'm deadly.
0: Okay. Well, that's that's, that's just a typo.
1: If you see that on a Match.com profile, you gotta go. <laughs> you gotta get out of there. And so. Now we do have a poem, and we also have a pretty sick drawing of a fusion of all of these answers, part lion, part eagle, part dolphin, part thunderstorm, part strawberry, part sequoia tree, part Venus flytrap. I've, dr- I've drawn this abomination with a poem, Body of a Lion, Swift Wings, and Unforgiving Talons of an Eagle. Wide, knowing eyes of a dolphin, loud voice of a thunderstorm, <laughs> brilliant red color of a strawberry, standing tall like a sequoia tree, as surprisingly viscous as a Venus fly. I track.
0: wish I could get out my email inbox right now because that is exactly how I described you after we met.
1: Yeah, and then I've drawn just sort of this red eagle. I mean, a griffin, honestly, is what it is, yeah, flying it is. around on a cloud like the. It is
0: red something. like a strawberry.
1: That's incredible, huh? What did you think of that? That was her first actual poem.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, you have a superior understanding of the traits of all of those things you discussed, uh, which is a good place to start when writing a poem.
1: Here's a riddle. You want to see if you can answer it? Okay. I have two hemispheres, yet I'm not a planet. I have millions of eyes, yet I cannot see. If I belong to you, you'll never see me. When my shell dies, I die. I'm always taken for granted, and nobody realizes my full potential. I'm essential for you to live. What am I? Whoa. Yeah. I don't provide the answer here, but my teacher (laughs) has taken a guess.
0: Two hemispheres. And then if I lose my shell, I die?
1: If my shell dies,
0: I die. If my shell dies, I die. I'm I'm confused
1: about this. (laughs) (laughs) My teacher has written, a brain, which I think is right, but a brain doesn't have millions of eyes.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: That's, I think, why she's written, a brain?
0: (laughs) (laughs) She spent all night. She did not sleep that night trying Uh, to figure
1: that out. Here's a couple HJs. Uh, (laughs) This one's called, A Quick Way to Fill Two Pages. What? What? That is my one-word poem. Oops, seven words. Oops, 10 words. And then it goes all the way down through 85 words. And then I tried it. On this page, just says, oops, 88 words. And then it ends. And she writes, this is not an entry. Wow, Ooh, I didn't really Griffin, like bad boy. Yeah. This one is just written sort of in the exact middle of the... A lot of things, actually, I've also taken from Brack. Uh, from Brack Presents the Brack Show, starring Brack on uh, Adult Swim.
0: What is that picture there on the next page that I just got a little glimpse of? That's a
1: super monkey collider. Again, I think a jack-handy deep thought that I have, uh, let's say repurposed. Here she's actually written, this is funny. a funny entry from Mrs. Hensley. She's written, great, 98%, six out of seven HJs. (laughs) 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 You know what? Let's wrap things up. This one's, a, this, is a, this one's sort of just a picture, and this is something we've talked about, I believe, um, about sort of a weird thing that our church youth group did. And by weird, I mean hugely unethical and uh, kind of grody. Uh, but I've written this about Free Day. Let me tell you about some cool things at my church. Our cool new youth leader let us form our own small groups, and mine is the coolest. We're called the Great Fish. We've got everything, motto, secret handshake, song, and no adult leaders. What was this Lord of the Flies youth group? <laughs> what What is with this complete forfeiture of adult supervision happening at, at my church? Um, we even have a website formed by moi, and then there's a link to the website, which I'm not going to provide. <laughs> Another thing, are, but first, can we appreciate... I've included a hyperlink in my journal in like 1996, (laughs) 1997. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool shit. Another thing are these things called doer dollars. Whenever you do a good deed, you get a certain amount of doer dollars. I've got 44. Anyway, today, they auction stuff off, and you use oh. the doer dollars to get stuff. The stuff is donated by different stores and other businesses. There's a big thing every year. TV, VCR, DVD player, etc. And this year, it's a scooter.
0: Yes, you have told me about this. This is fascinating like this this commerce driven uh society yeah that y'all have in your church um for like
1: bringing people to church
0: yeah that's that's the thing is that they they realized if they just <laughs> relied on your like goodwill right that nothing would happen so they started paying you all to bring in people
1: <laughs> yeah oh man oof we all remember this one today's a very sad day in music indeed
0: did you think, by the way, that you were going to get your talented and gifted teacher to come to your church with that entry?
1: <laughs> yes, all of these are in, uh, in the interest of saving Mrs. Hensley's soul. <laughs> Today's a very sad day in music history, indeed. Napster, which I'm sure you've heard of, has been <laughs> shut down. What, may I ask you, is so wrong with a downloadable <laughs> program that allows you to share music <laughs> files with other people? I mean it was good publicity for bands (laughs) I tell you what it was That dang Metallica trying to mess it up And then I've drawn a no symbol Over the Napster logo And it says no Napster Did you really
0: write that dang Metallica? That
1: dang Metallica (laughs) tries to mess it
0: up Oh my gosh This gives me a real context Because like Napster was still around When I was in (laughs) high school (laughs) Okay
1: this really is the last one Then we'll wrap up (laughs) This this page is called Finding Forrester. Do you ever see that movie, Sean Connery? No. Okay. Finding Forrester was a good movie, but I had to watch it a couple of times to understand it. And then I've drawn a bunch of stick figures here in the middle of the page. And then I write, did you find him? He's holding his book. <laughs> anyway, it was okay, just not my kind of movie. And then I've drawn Sean Connery here. Oh, is that how? Who has a grotesque amount of hair growing out of his ears, which I thought was rude. And he says... I'm Sean Connery. You're the man now, dog. <laughs> the idea of me drawing a little Finik Forrester, where's Waldo, in the middle of the page? Yeah, really.
0: that's charming. It's really good that stuff. movie. I feel like was really formative for you all because I, I, feel like I still hear you all quote that, quote that very same line.
1: Yep. Uh, and here, I guess Miss Bentley has signed my notebook. Miss Bentley was a good ass teacher. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, clearly she has Very a lot, patient. Of, pa- lot Very of patience, competent. a lot of patience for my like nonsense. At one point I wrote, at one point I wrote, put my 100% right here. And I circled a little spot <sighs> for her to put it. And Oof. she did write hundred percent in there because I did all my HJs. So, <laughs> I mean, that's the full picture.
0: You know, taking this tour, uh, through your talent, um, I think the only year that we really kept like a an hj Mm -hmm. uh was third grade yeah because i i remember my third grade notebook because i used it to express my grievance um when my teacher uh called out one of our students as being the only real student that day. Whoa. She... I still remember this. uh, The girl had scored the best on a math test and the rest of us did not do well. And she like... Lifted this student up and said, like, well, I guess she's the only real student today. And I remember writing in my journal, like, I do not think that was fair. I do not no, think that was appropriate. Yeah, a terrible thing mm-hmm, to say. Mm-hmm. I was very outraged because this was not a particularly
1: nice girl. I wish it is. <laughs> the thing that is illuminating to me, looking back through these old journals, is that I possessed no principles like that to to <laughs> lean on. And when I was tap there's a lot of things I didn't read because I am embarrassed so hugely Aww. not of the quality of the writing but just like when tasked with writing about Anne Frank <laughs> I did not possess the 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 like whatever one needs to tackle that earnestly with the amount of effort that it would require
0: yeah see this is this is the thing that i think uh, you know i think about a lot now is that i was one of those students who i like desperately wanted to impress and like ingratiate myself to the teacher whoever they were you know and maybe like when i was with my friends i'd like play it cool like oh yeah i don't really care but when you look at, like, the work I submitted, it was always, like, please, please like me. <laughs> right, yeah. So whenever you're, like, yeah, it's the thing I wrote and it's not true and I didn't really care
1: about it, I'm, like,
0: oh, how could you do that?
1: <laughs> and it was, it was, and we talked about this during the live show, like, a somewhat politically tumultuous time. Yeah. Uh, and I was not, I didn't, I didn't bother learning about what was happening in the world around me. And so, like, I was ill equipped to talk about, to write about the Oklahoma City bomb. Like, I, I, why would you ask me to write about that stuff? You (laughs) know, reading my other entries, the things I care about are what (laughs) Game Boy games I got and how I'm going to get the fuck out of this building and go home and play Super Nintendo.
0: How much of that is just a reflection of you being the youngest?
1: You Hmm. know? Interesting.
0: Of of not only not having to like take responsibility for like the larger like heavier things that were happening, but also like getting the impression from your brothers that like this was not this was not a thing that you should really care about. Oh no.
1: yeah, I don't know, I don't know either.
0: But hey, you turned out pretty good.
1: I did, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how, but I did. Um, thank you for going on this journey with me. Hey, and,
0: thank you for inviting me into into Lil' Griff.
1: Yeah, and thank you all for listening at home. Uh, and thanks to Bowen and Augustus for these for a theme song Money Won't Pay. You can find a link to that in the episode description. And uh, thanks to Maximum Fun for having us on the network. Uh, it's a great, great network with a lot of great shows on it, and we're honored to be a part of it.
0: That's very, very true.
1: Well, we're going to go now, and uh, I mean, this is in the past, so... Just say, uh, just get thoughts and prayers as we. I mean, that makes it sound like we've been <laughs> through something terrible. Yeah, it's not, that. It's, I'm sure we're. Ha- I'm sure, I'm we're, sure like, we're fine. I'm sure we're doing great right now with our our new son who sleeps ten hours so, yeah. through the night, and we're we're getting the best sleep of our lives, baby. Our,
0: our twelve pound newborn.
1: Our twelve pound newborn popped right out, no problem. Delivered himself this mm-hmm. newborn. Incredible time. Gave
0: right. us the peace sign. Gave us the peace sign coming out.
1: So. Dope. <laughs> Okay, bye.